And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Welcome to the program, folks. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I am coming at you live. Yes, that's right. We are live, folks. And uh, now, if you're getting this uh, Saturday or, or Saturday morning or Sunday morning, no, it's not live. But right now, it's Friday and we're live, okay? And uh, this is the really real deal. And, folks, you see in the subject line there, for those of you who are online and watching, uh, my subject is what is truth, and we're going to do a lot of Bible study in this one-hour program today, okay? Now, I'm going to start with uh, John chapter 18, verse 37, uh, This and Pilate uh, is talking to Jesus, and uh, Pilate is asking him, are, are you a king? And Jesus answers, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end I was born, and for this cause I came into the world. Listen to this, folks. That I should bear witness unto the truth, and everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. I'm going to repeat that last sentence. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. And you see, we have a problem in our Christian community, what I call the Christian Conservative Constitutional Capitalistic Coalition. Now, that's primarily Christians, but that's not all Christians, nor does it have to be, okay? A coalition is by its very nature, you're joining different groups of people together. That's why it is a coalition. You're aligning, you're co-aligning, okay? And so, but it must be under the auspices of Christian truth. You, you know, Christians can't be a part of a coalition of, of Satan. You, that, that would not work, okay? But we could have non-believers, or we could have nominal, which is mostly what we have, we have nominal Christian believers, okay, can be a part of this coalition, all right? But the coalition, it has to be rooted in truth, okay? And now Pilate, he's, he's mockingly asking Jesus, what is truth, okay? But Yet and still, Pilate, after he mockingly retorted to Jesus, Jesus is talking about truth, that he's brought into the world to bear witness unto truth, and that, and then he speaks about the type of people that hear his voice, everyone that is of truth. He didn't say everyone's going to hear my voice, even though everyone with the physical ear, 
Everyone does hear his voice. But see, everyone does not have a spiritual ear. And this is the problem we have. We have a spiritual battle in this, nat this nation, and people don't want to admit it, okay? We want to act like the Democrats, these demoncrats, we want to act like they somehow they misinterpret. Somehow they don't understand. Somehow they don't get it, okay? Somehow they're making a great big huge mistake. I mean, if I hear Fox News and Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity one more time tell me how stupid Democrats are, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. These are not stupid people. Now, honestly, folks, <laughs> a lot of the Democrat followers, there, there is some stupidity there, okay? But I am talking about those that make and drive policy. I'm talking about the leaders. I'm talking about the Pied Pipers, okay? I'm talking about the, um, the George Soros's, the people behind the scenes that you don't see, okay? Now, quite naturally, some of the leaders that are the, the face of the Democrat Party, some of them don't get it, okay? And though they're e you can easily use these people because they, they can come across as sincere, okay? And I think maybe that's where the Rush Limbaugh's, and I, look, I'm not picking on Rush, okay? I, I like Rush, all right? I'm, I'm not... But but it's just that the minutia is it just it drives me crazy to hear the same thing over and over again every day, okay? And and, and ditto with Fox News, okay? It's just you hear it over and over again. I mean, and, and this is everything that there there is a war. We are at war with these people, and not because we're warlike. We're at war with them because they're at war with us. Okay? And so it's even written in the word of God that the wicked would uh, make war on heaven. Okay, that's, that's the word of God. And, and, and they, would take, they would take it by force. All right? So the reality is that everyone's not of the truth. Okay? And so you have a person like Nancy Pelosi how can you say this woman doesn't understand? This woman mockingly uses Christian faith. She mockingly, lyingly, and saying this is the boldness. This is how bold satanic people are. Now, some people like to say, well, Satan is bold, okay? Well, I'm not, I've never seen Satan, but I've seen some people that are yielded to a satanic spirit. So I deal with what I know. I'm not a theologian. So I'm not going to pretend to be a theologian. I'm not going to pretend to tell you about Satan and, 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 and things that I don't know about. But I do know about people that are yielded to evil spirits because I judge them by their fruits as the word of God tells me. All right? And so here you have a woman like Nancy Pelosi. She wants to wash people's feet. Okay? She wants to say, oh, I am a devout Catholic. She wants to say, oh, I pray for Donald Trump every day. Oh, there's something wrong. You know, he has a mental health problem. Okay, all this impeachment, this is all one great big lie. Okay, and the people on outside, we don't fight with boldness the way the people that are yielded to satanic spirits. They're extremely bold. 
the lies they tell, these are not casual lies. These are lies that they know full well are lies. This whole impeachment is totally 100% made up. And then people on our side want to give these people credit for the integrity of their intention and want to say, oh, well, they don't understand. They're making a mistake. Or maybe they think this. Maybe, well, maybe they're just liars from the very pit of hell. How about that? Okay? You're not a mind reader, and I'm not a mind reader. So how do you, how, how dare these people consistently, year after year after year, give these demonic people credit for the integrity of their intentions and say, well, they mean well, but they just don't get it? How is it that the people that don't get it, how is it the people that you say are stupid, how is it that the stupid people have been able to overtake the university system, overtake K through 12, overtake Hollywood, overtake media, Overtake most of government in every big city and half the states, and they're working on the church. Many, many churches, they've infiltrated and taken them over. You tell me while we go to our first commercial break, you tell me, you think about this in the break, and we'll come back. How is it that people that are able to do all of that, how is it that they are stupid and not intentionally wicked. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. Welcome back to the program, folks. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming here on the really real deal. And I want to share with you folks, we're going to put out uh, somewhat of a Macedonian call. And I know many of you uh, know how to go to our website, The Really Real Deal, and make your donations to support this program. This program is listener supported. And uh, as we get more success and grow, we're in three markets now. Uh, we are in the fifth largest city of this nation, Phoenix, Arizona, on the 50,000-watt voice of Phoenix, uh, Independent Talk, KFNX. We're on the 50,000-watt voice of Virginia in my hometown, Richmond, on WRVA. And we are on the voice of Lynchburg, uh, WLVA. And uh, so, folks, uh, I don't have to tell you that means that the cost of bringing you a hard-hitting truth is going up exponentially and so i would just uh pray that the lord would touch your hearts and that you would be a part of the solution to making sure that your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother craig can continue on the air so go to our secure website the really real deal.com the really real deal.com and for those of you and i know we have many listeners uh who are not who are not on online. And so for you, you would simply uh, make an old-fashioned check in the mail to the First Amendment, Inc., the First Amendment, Inc., and send that to 8659 Staples Mill Road, 8659 Staples Mill Road, Richmond, Virginia, 23228. 8659 Staples Mill Road, Richmond, Virginia, 23228. Two two eight. Okay. So and uh, and and believe me, uh, folks, uh, it's your help is really really needed, and I thank you 
uh, from the bottom of my heart. Now, uh, back to our subject, you know, um, it, in, in Matthew, Jesus is talking uh, that from the days of John the Baptist, you know, John the Baptist was beheaded. And so he says from the j- days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And, and before the break, I shared with you all the different uh, areas of these are centers of influence that the demonic forces of this great nation have they've overtaken them and so we have now we have president trump in in a in in, in understand something now this is not only about president trump because any Christian conservative president that was standing for you and me, the American people, they would do the same thing. It has nothing to do with how crude he is. It, it has nothing to do with or how crude they think he is. Okay, I, I like his 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 crudeness. It's, it's you know, I spent so many years on job sites. Okay, and working men—that's how they talk. Okay, men that build things, men that defend this nation. That is how men talk. So just, you know, get over it, okay? It's not that big a deal. But you have all these uh, guys that like to clutch their pearls. Yes, I did say guys that like to clutch their pearls. (laughs) That was not a slip of the tongue. (laughs) These jokers, (laughs) they they want to act like, you know, because the president is not uh, prim and proper, there's something wrong. You know, these prim and proper people are extremely measured. And how do you know that they're speaking from the heart? Trump, you know, Trump quite often speaks from the hip. And Trump is extremely open. I would maintain he's too open in some regards. But that's actually a good thing because there's no guile in the man. There's no deception in the man. The man, when they, when they, when, when the Democrats first tried to pull this uh, stunt on them, which I'm going to go th- with you again, biblically, how there's a pattern that the Democrats are following, and th- this is nothing new. Okay, in Book of Luke, uh, the Book of Daniel, you know, this, this is, I mean, this is, I mean, even you can go through history and just. See this. This this is not a new phenomenon. What's going on to have the swamp to try to overrun uh, a president? Okay, there's, there's nothing new about it. All right, and Jesus even said they treated me this way, so don't be surprised when they treat you this way. You know, and then why more men of God won't stand in the pulpit and say this? It's beyond me, folks. It's beyond me. And I I think men and women of God need to just speak the truth, okay? This is a center-right nation, 70 to 72%. This is a Christian nation, 70 to 72%, okay? And if people knew the truth, they would act on the truth. And let me go back to, where is it here? Okay, hold, hold on. All right, let me go back to John 18. 37, the last sentence in that uh, verse, verse 37, everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. You see? And so the problem is it's a lack of boldness. And we need to pray 
for boldness the way they did in the book of Acts. Okay? Chapter 4. I'm going to read a little bit of it here. When they were released and they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and elders had said to them, they heard it. They lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said, By the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage and the people plot in vain? I'm going to repeat that part. Why? I mean, these people are raging and plotting. Again, nothing new under the sun, folks. Why did the Gentiles rage and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. Okay? Now, don't tell me, folks, that you're going to tell me that Donald Trump, that, that He's not in his his office by God's permission. Don't tell me that you think that, okay? Now back to um, the book of Acts. Now I'm on verse 27. For truly this city were gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. Okay? And so this is what we need to do today, people. We need to pray for boldness like they did in the, the early church. This is the what I'm reading you. This is the early church. They are praying for a spirit of boldness. Okay? Verse 31, I'm skipping ahead a little bit in the interest of time. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. With boldness, folks. With boldness. This is what we need because, again... The satanic people are extremely bold. They're extremely bold. It's the people of God that are not bold. This week marked 75 years since Auschwitz was liberated. How did did Auschwitz get created? It got created because drip, 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 step, 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 It started with hate, okay? They give people reasons to hate Jews. And so, therefore, you had some that were going to take actual sins of commission against the Jews. But that was not the majority. This was the majority. The majority committed sins of omission by not defending the Jews. And this is what the Democrats are doing today. And again, it's not just Trump. We think it's Trump. Trump is fighting for ordinary people. So Trump is fighting for Christians, for conservatives. Look at what Trump has done for Israel, fighting for Jews. 
And the Democrats, and again, I stated earlier how bold these lies, they tell lies that are bold and so easy to disprove, but they tell the lie anyway. They call the man an anti-Semite. His son-in-law is Jewish. His daughter converted to Judaism, and his grandchildren are Jewish. And he's done more for Israel than any president in the history of the United States of America, and yet they still continue to tell the lie, Donald Trump is an anti-Semite. And by extension, you and I are anti-Semites. Barack Obama said, what about us? We're bitter and we cling to religion and guns and antipathy to people that don't look like us. What did Hillary Clinton say about us? We're dregs of, no, that was, that was, um, that was Biden that called us dregs of society. But all of these people, Hillary, Obama, Biden, they have ugly, ugly things to say about us. What does Donald J. Trump say about us? We're great Americans. And he wants to make America great again. And he wants to preserve that greatness for our children and for our grandchildren. And that's my mission, folks. That is my mission. My mission is to make sure I have five young grandchildren. Many of you out there are elders and you have grandchildren. Some of you have grandchildren that are my age. My mission is to make certain that your grandchildren and my grandchildren inherit a beautiful America. We're going to take our second break. We'll be right back. Just as I am without one plea But that thy blood was shed for me Welcome back to the program, folks. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I am coming back at you live here on The Really Real Deal. And a little bit of a real deal update on uh, Trump, what he calls the deal of the century, okay? And uh, you got to love how he, I mean, come on, folks. The guy, he's a promoter. <laughs> and, uh, but the Middle East peace plan, and uh, I mean, folks. 23 countries are on board with this. Now, of course, the Palestinians have rejected it, and Iran has rejected it. But Paraguay, Denmark, Chile, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Japan, South Korea, uh, they, they were the latest to come on board. Now, already on board were Israel, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates, and Morocco. That's seven nations in the Middle East. Okay, in addition to them, the United Kingdom, Austria, Australia, India, France, Italy, Brazil, Colombia, and Poland. All right, and so, and, and again, but yet and still, these bold liars in the Democrat Party, and I guarantee you, the Democrat Party is going to find a reason to reject this peace plan, and they're going to align themselves with the Palestinians, and the Iranians. I guarantee it, okay? Certainly, they're not going to ever give Trump any credit, which part of all of what they're doing is about anyway. They have to have some reason to uh, dirty up Trump. They can't allow the news to be dominated by 
Trump has a peace plan. Trump has the, the best economy the United States has ever had. Trump has the lowest unemployment the nation has ever had. Black unemployment, lowest on record. Hispanic unemployment, lowest on record. Female unemployment, lowest on record. They, folks, they cannot allow that to be the news, but that is the news. That's the really real deal of what's happening in these United States of America, okay? America is back. America is back. And the thing that Barack Hussein Obama said would never, ever happen. I can remember in 2016 when Trump was promising he would do these things and Barack Obama strolled his little skinny hind parts up to a microphone. Or, oh, yeah, well, what? He Does he have a magic wand? Is he going to make these jobs come back? These jobs ain't never going to come back. And then when the jobs started coming back, that little chump, that's right, I call Barack Hussein Obama a chump, okay? Because I'm going to tell you, the fo folks, the truth of that man, he's just like any other Democrat, all right? He's just smoother, and he articulates better. A lot of them articulate like Al Sharpton, okay? But he, Obama is smooth, okay? He's not stupid like Rush Limbaugh and, and Sean Hannity like to say. He's smart. He's wickedly smart, okay? But... The thing about this man and people like him, right, the smoothness that they use, again, they tell lies that are bold and openly false. And these lies are so easy. I mean, if Republicans would just get off their hind parts and stride up to a microphone just like Barack Obama strode up to a microphone, and, and ask, okay, what magic wand is Donald Trump going to use to do these things? Does he have a magic wand for jobs? Does he have a magic wand for peace in the Middle East? Does, does Donald Trump have a magic wand? No, he doesn't. This is what Obama said. But then when Trump started doing these things, guess who tried to take credit for it? And remember my early premise from early in the program. These people are not just ordinary everyday liars they are bold liars they tell huge lies when these people steal they steal by the billions okay the biden's this is billions but let me close the loop here on this thing with the peace deal okay and then i'll go on with with the with the lies and the boldness and the hugeness of the lies and the and the hugeness of the types of thefts that these people engage in all right the deal with this peace deal the palestinians would be which i'm not in agreement by the way okay because well i guess israel can do what they want they god gave israel the deed to the land okay but last time I checked, the Levitical law is that you cannot give away what God gave you, right? And so they're giving away to the Palestinians twice as much land as they have now and promising them $50 billion, that's right, not million, billion, $50 billion in investments, okay? And all they have to do is reject this notion that they're going to kill all of the Israelis and drive Israel into the sea and just totally, I mean, it's 2020 and you still have folks running around talking like it's 1939, 
1940, and they're putting Jews in ovens, okay? Which this just this past week, okay, the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz, okay? And so these things, these things should be in our minds, folks, but these are the people with whom Democrats make common cause against you, the American people. And yet and still, we have Republicans like Lindsey Graham who wants to call them my friend across the aisle. We have Republicans like Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is far, far worse than Lindsey Graham. I think Lindsey just wants to be a nice guy, okay? Nothing wrong with being a nice guy, but, I mean, I wish these nice guys would go home and play with their grandchildren and, and, and let some real men run this country, you know, or better yet, how about we, the voters, elect some real men and send these nice guys home to play with their grandchildren? Let me pull this Bible verse up for Mitt Romney, uh, the, uh, the, the wicked servant. Now, I could just really, I could just tell you the, um, I could just tell you the, um, the story here, but okay, I've got it pulled up. All right. No, that's not it. Okay. Oh, I, I erased it by mistake. Okay. All right. But look, I can remember this one uh, by heart. This is the story of the wicked servant. And I'm likening this wicked servant to not only Mitt Romney, but any never Trumper senator. Because Democrats hate all of us. Okay? They hate all of us. Now, they, um, the thing they said about Mitt Romney when he was running, that he would, now Mitt Romney is a, is a mild-mannered, what you might call a nice guy in the persona that he presents. But in what he's revealing about his character, he's not a nice guy. As a matter of fact, the Joker owes me $200, all right? That's right, Mitt Romney, personally owes your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, $200. Why? Because in 2012, when he was running for president, we ran ads for him on the uh, radio. I was at WCLM at the time, and they, they put in an ad request at the last minute. Typically, you get a political ad. The fee is paid up front before the ad runs. But it was so close to the election, I told them, well, go ahead. We'll run the ad, and you send the payment. We ran the ad. They never sent the payment, okay? And we asked for the money. I mean, we're on a, on a shoestring budget here. We, we asked for the money repeatedly, and they just blew us off after he lost the race. And so... But, I mean, and I'm, I'm just being a little bit facetious here, but I know that's the people that work for him. That's not him personally. But this is him personally, okay? The wicked servant in the book of Matthew, Jesus told the story that a man who was indebted to the king, the king said, throw him in prison, beat him, do all kinds of things to him because he owes me 10,000, uh, I think it was denarii, whatever their unit of money was, but it was 10,000, okay? And the man beseeched the king, uh, you know, Lord, I have a wife and children, please have mercy on me. And so the king's heart was moved and he showed mercy to the man. And he not only, he said, just give me some time and I'll pay you. Well, the king not only gave him time, the king forgave the debt in full. The man left there and saw someone that owed him 
not 10,000, but owed him 100. And he grabbed the man by the throat and demanded his money. And he had the man thrown into prison. And the people around the man saw this and reported it to the king. And when the king heard that, wow, I forgave you, but you cannot forgive. And so the king had him thrown in prison. That, in a nutshell, folks, is Mitt Romney and all the never Trumpers. Because when they were under attack the way Trump was under attack, the entire Christian conservative coalition came to the aid of Mitt Romney and any Republican. We do it every single time. And now that Trump is under attack, Mitt Romney is proving himself to be the wicked servant that Jesus Christ talked about in the book of Matthew. We're going to take our final break of the day. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the program, folks. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. In our final segment of today's program, I do want to remind you that this is a listener-supported program, and we really, really appreciate all the support that we have received thus far. Uh, but as the program continues, the need continues. And I want to share with you here uh, Romans uh, chapter 10, uh, verse 14. How then shall they call on him whom, in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe of him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. And I want to add a little bit to that, folks. And I'm, I'm not playing around with scripture, but I want to add, if, we, if you're doing this, if your glad tidings and your gospel of peace and your hard-hitting truth is over the radio like it is with your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, we could add to that how can they hear the preaching unless the radio fee get paid, okay? So you all, uh, please go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, thereallyrealdeal.com. And I just want to say thank you. And uh, for those of you who are not online, please uh, go to, uh, you know, do, do an old-fashioned check in the mail to the First Amendment, Inc., 8659 Staples Mill Road. The First Amendment, Inc., 8659 Staples Mill Road, Richmond, Virginia, 23228. And I just want to say thank you again. Now, uh, back out, yeah, I got to hit it real quick here. Our final, uh, our final segment, we're dealing with truth, okay? We're dealing with the things that are being done, uh, in, 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 and it's being done by people that uh, they pretend to be righteous, and yet and still we have, you know, we have these two sides, these two visions of life that this nation, at the birth of this nation, okay, you had these two visions. You had one vision that said the king is God, 
All right, you had another vision that said, no, the king is not God, okay? We have a freedom that is given to us from God, okay? Second Corinthians, what does it say? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there also is freedom, okay? Some versions say there also is liberty, all right? And so we believe... Okay, and if you are a member of the Christian Conservative Constitutional Capitalistic Coalition, then you believe this. You believe that your freedom is a gift from God and that no inferior power, and by inferior power, I mean something less than God, i.e. government. Okay, the government does not have the proper power to curtail your freedom and if they do so they are violating the freedom that God gave you and this is the battle we see today folks and this is always the battle all right and so we fought a war against England to get this freedom started in America four generations later we were fighting a war the civil war to expand that freedom to include all Americans four generations after the civil war it was World War II and this time, it was uh, a world war where the, the Nazis, uh, Hitler, Hirohito, and Mussolini, you know, they were wanting to take despotism all over the globe and make slaves of all of us. And we, so we had to fight again these two ideas. Freedom comes from God and the atheistic powers of the world, the, the Nazis, the, um, the, uh, the imperial Japanese the um, Mussolini's um, fascists, all right? And then later on, after, after we uh, won that war, you had the atheists in Mao's China. You had the atheists in Stalin's Russia, okay, or Soviet Union. And it's always the same thing. You Christians think you have freedom from God. Well, we have the power. We have the guns. We don't believe in God. We believe in ourselves. And we are going to take the power from you, okay? Because, again, what did Jesus say? That the, the, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And so how can we who are defenders of truth continue to support people that continually say about these people that they're my friend across the aisle? They're not your friend across the aisle. These people believe in a vision of life that denies God. They believe in a vision of life that empowers them to run your life. And they sprinkle a few free things, free food, free health care, free uh, college education, free this. It, none of it is free, of course. It's just no charge to the end user, no direct charge. But you better believe you're paying for it and the society is paying for it. And so we, 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 we look at men who stand in God's pulpits Sunday after Sunday. And, you know, and, and, and this weekend, it's going to be no different. You have men who are going to be announcing a football game. They're going to have suits and ties on. Talking about a bunch of grown men throwing some pigskin. All right? They're going to be dressed to the hilt. But in many churches across the nation, you're going to have men proclaiming the word of God. They're going to have holes in their jeans. They're going to have work boots on. The shirt tail's not going to be tucked in. They're going to look like a field hand. Why? Because they, in their mind, they have to dress down 
to the level that, you know, this is the disdain they hold for people. They feel like, well, I can't dress properly. I mean, I get it, this thing of come as you are. But, folks, you come as you are. You don't stay as you are. You set a high standard. What's wrong with that? And if we're going to set a high standard in the outer self, i.e. how we dress, can we not also set a high standard for truthfulness, for righteousness? Can't we do that? Can't we call evil evil? Can't we call righteousness righteousness? Can't we call good good? Woe unto them that have good for evil. That's the word of God. And that's simple. It doesn't take a theologian to get that. But here we have 2 Timothy. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, unthankful, false accusers, truce breakers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors. When's the last time someone called the Democrats the real traitors? Word of God does. And it says they have a form of godliness, a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. From such, turn away. Word of God, not the word of Brother Craig. Word of God. Well, why can't Mitt Romney say that? Okay? He's supposed to be a godly man, Mormon. Okay? Why can't you know, a lot, these other supposedly watchmen on the wall, why can't they say that? This is the, again, this is not rocket science. You do not have to be a theologian. And it used to baffle me, but see, the word of God removes baffleness. And now notice I said it used to baffle me, okay? It used to. See, these people, they come with the working of Satan. All right, 2 Thessalonians now. With all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because, and God gives you the reason why, folks. It says right here, because they receive not the love of truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. God shall send them strong delusion that they shall believe a lie. And this is what we have, folks. Because the truth of the matter is that with this impeachment that is encompassing this nation, the president was merely enforcing the law. The Bidens are criminals, multi-billion dollar criminals. And President Trump did no wrong in trying to reveal the limits of their criminality. And they're turning around on him. And so there's just, there's nothing there to justify any of this nonsense that they're doing. What it really is, is evil, okay? And it is evil versus truth. It is right versus wrong. 
And that's the really real deal. And that has to be the final word, folks. And I would just pray that the Lord would bless you and keep you, that the Lord would make his face to smile upon you and be gracious unto you, and that the Lord would uh, bless you and, and lift his countenance upon you and grant you peace. God bless you, folks. We're going to see you right here next week. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station. God bless you.